Okay, we're here with Poppy, or Poppy Woods, or whatever you want to call it, really, but this should be fun. <laughs> okay. As long as you apologize after. Uh, please don't apologize now. Save the apologies for later. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. No, 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 no,
they like stayed up, Brandy and Cersei stayed up for like four days editing a call to fry. It was ridiculous. They're troopers. They're such troopers. But we made it. We made it. So. I can't, like, I can't even imagine that because, like, I edit everything myself. So, getting the money up to have someone else do it, I might have to look into that. It's worth it. I mean, it's expensive, but it's worth it. Because, like, me and commas do not get along. And I have, and the thing about it is, is I was in honors, English, all through high school, all through college. You know, AP, A pluses, all that, like, can bullshit you through any paper on any topic whatsoever. And I thought I knew English until I sent my book off for editing. And I got back all these red lines. And I'm like, oh, so I'm just an idiot. Like, I don't understand the English language at all. What do you mean? <laughs> I can't fully understand that because I think I went back and read one of them and that was my favorite word was and I had to go back and delete like at least 200 and in like one night yeah man I had that issue with the word weird in a call to war I think it was a call to war yeah so seriously he just like started writing random ass comments Every time she found the word weird, she's like, mm, this isn't weird, but your overuse of the word weird is pretty fucking weird. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I get it. Apparently I used it like 32 times in that manuscript. And I'm like, I didn't know that you're not really supposed to use it because there's the whole debate about the way it's supposed to be spelled. And it makes people look at it funny and it takes them out of the story. Yeah. I didn't know. So, but now I know because I, I got in trouble. I know now. <laughs> yep. Now, this one thing you told me about the dinosaurs. When is it coming out? August. Um, I don't have like an actual date in August yet for you. Uh, mine is written, waiting to be edited, and I think that is what Kendra is writing now. Maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, you would have to ask her. But she, um, we're we're doing it in August. Just the first one for that. Yay. <laughs> now I have a timeline. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I, I'm i really excited for the dinosaurs, man. Like, dino shifters, because everyone does dragons, you know, no one questions that are bats and I, but, like, no one does dino shifters. And we talked about this, like, way back when me and Kendra first met from her uh, clockwork release party before I even had published A Call to Pride yet. It was still just, like, on pre-order. And, uh, yeah, dude, it was, it was special. <laughs> we had this conversation about dino, uh, about dragon shifters and how it's weird knowing those dinos. And I was like, well, I have an idea for a dino shifter book. I just don't know when I'm going to do it. And she's like, oh, my God, me too. And then we had this conversation. I'm like, well, shit. And I'm like, I was like, you know, people are going to think we copied each other or something. Like, if it comes out around the same time. And she's like, well, we could just do it together. So now we're doing it together. It's like the best idea ever. I love it. And it, and we mesh really well, like the way that our ideas about the way the dinosaur shifters work. Like, it's, I fucking love it. So wait, do they, like their bones crack or do they just phase in and out? So with any shifter that I write, transformations are going to be typically poppy and like cracky sounding 
um, with exceptions. Like, sometimes really, really, like, spiritually centered characters are able to transform, like, you know, just in the blink of an eye because they've, you know, really connected with their animal. You know what I mean? Um, but most shifters, there's, like, that hesitation. and You get the slowed down shift. See, I like that. Thank you. It's different. <laughs> okay, so let's see. We covered that. We covered that. What else do you have coming out this year, or is that going to be it? Okay, so this year I've got dinosaur and more dinosaurs and uh, Ron's story from Unsung Vale. I'm actually writing that right now. Um, there's some Halloween things that you guys don't know about that are going to be coming out. Um, and I have a whole secret series that, like, none of my readers know anything about. So if any of them end up listening to this, they're going to be pissed. But um, none of them know anything about it. It's a whole secret series. It's going to have six books in it. I think it's six, six books in it, um, and it should start releasing in September, and uh, release like every month after September until that's done. Um, What's it about? So I don't. It's still super early, you know, and you know how the community is. So I don't want to like give away too much. Um, but it is. It's set in San Francisco. I will tell you guys that, and it is a type of paranormal romance that I have not written yet, so it's not Oh, a, I think I remember when you got the cover for that. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, it's that one, that series. Mm -hmm. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, that's that's fun. It's fun to write in that world. Like, that that character, I'll tell y'all her, her name. Her name's Vivi. And that character is really fun for me to write because she just gives zero fucks, and I love it. Okay, so let's see. Who is your favorite author? Mm, that's really hard. So, like classic author? Like that any author. But I can't though. That's like asking what your favorite. Look like, at like what genre. You know what I mean? Like traditionally published, indie. Like I don't know. So like my favorite classical book is um like you know she would read like in literature class or anything is Wuthering Heights. So you know the Bronte sisters love them. Emily Bronte is amazing. Um, but like more modern, I would say T. S. Joyce is like my all time favorite. I've read everything she's ever written. And then, like, more specifically, like, down through genre, because she just does, like, paranormal romance. Um, but then if you go into, like, Reverse Harem or Polly or anything like that, it's probably Rebecca Royce, because I've read everything she's ever written. She's so fucking talented. Like, I love her. I love her. I'm currently on, have you ever heard of the Mindfuck series? I've heard of it. I have not had time to read it because I didn't hear about it until after I started writing, and my reading time has got cut so much. I know I should be writing right now, but instead, like all day, 
I started on book one this morning and I'm almost done with the series. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't take out this much time. But I have to. I have to see how this ends. Who wrote that? I'm trying to remember. It wasn't R.N. Hadley, was it? It was, um... Um, it was S.T. Abbey. Okay. Stabby. Stabby wrote Stabby. it. Stabby. Stabby. That's... I'm never gonna go to... <laughs> I'm never gonna unsee that now, fucking Courtney. That's terrible. Like, <laughs> I think that's what she was going for, though. I can't. I need to. We need to ask her now. I need to know, because I'm never gonna be able to unsee it. And I've seen that name before and never had that thought. You were a terrible person, and you did this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Bullshit. We ran through, like, a good majority of the questions. Um. Well, fuck. Okay, who is your favorite person to co-write with? I mean, the only people I have any experience co-writing with are Katie and Kendra. Like, our three-way stuff. So, both of them. You're trying not to get stabbed, aren't you? Well, no, it's just, it's not really, like, possible to choose between the two because everything's been, like, together up until this point well me and Kendra do have like a secret project thing that we've been working on but I don't know man like that whole group it is it's all kind of like meshed together it's one cohesive unit so how so. did you get started co-writing or did y'all just magically one day go we should do this uh okay well that is Kendra's fault um everything pretty much is usually Kendra's fault True facts, though. I mean, like, seriously, we thought she was the good one. And then, you know, as the group chat progressed over the months, we were like, this bitch has a problem, and her problem is covers, right? So she loves pretty things because she, like, also does graphic design work. So she really appreciates, like, the really pretty covers because she knows what goes into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that cover for Shipwreck Souls, Rux had posted it, um, saying it was going to be first come, first serve, and on a certain day at a certain time, blah, blah, blah. And it was really pretty because it was really different. Like, everyone was doing mermaid covers, and they're, like, all bright, colorful, and pretty, and those are such pretty covers. They are. But, like, our cover for our siren is so different than anything else that was out when it was put out. You know what I mean? And and it really drew us all to it. We're like, oh, this bitch is green, first of all. Like, she's green. That's a whole siren. And it's so dark and there's skulls and just you know I fucking loved it like I really loved it and but we were like none of us could afford that cover on our own which is why Kendra posted it she was like one of y'all needs to buy this and I'm like I'm poor so pass but Katie was like I don't know about buying it myself and then I don't remember who said it but someone was like yo we could we could split it like we could <laughs> we could just all buy the cover because if you split it two ways like pocket change it's not a big deal like and we yeah. could just do a co-write so that's that's how that got started and now it's the whole thing <laughs> well that is interesting because I've thought about doing the co-writing thing but then I'm like um I don't get along with a lot of people so there's a lot you have to take into account with it. Like meshing as a person is important, 
but also meshing as a writer. Like, if your writing styles don't complement, it's it could be hard really, really fast. Like, I don't know. I think the reason that we've had such an easy time of it is as we all just get along so easy to begin with. Like, there's no real disagreement. There's just, you know, like, oh, sure, whatever, I don't care. Or, no, this is what we're doing. I love you. This is this is what's best for the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and no one cares because it's like, yeah, this is best for the team, you know? Um, I don't know, man. Like, but if it was someone, like, who you just have, like, fundamental disagreements with, I don't think it would, I don't think it would go so easy. No. No, you make a lot of sense on that one. And see, that's where I would clash because I'm like, I just want to write what I want to write. And I don't want you to mess with me while I do it. Yeah, so co-writing is probably not <laughs> not going to work. Because no lie, I love <laughs> my boyfriend and I love my child. But that's why I have to write in the middle of the night. Because if not, if they interrupt me, I'm like, what do you want? I, I'm, try, I'm busy oh, yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. I was trying to write a whole sex scene. I kept getting interrupted, and I was like, yo, like, Liza is trying to get laid right now. Y'all are being very rude. Like, I remember that day vividly, and it was months and months and months ago, but I was just so mad. I was like, I need you all to fuck off. Like, <laughs> It's like, just a little bit. Just... No, like, all the way. All the way off. Like, all the way off. <laughs> well, it's like my boyfriend, he just went to bed. Like, he was listening to us talk, and then he's like, he tried to whisper goodnight, and I just stared at him. And it's not because I'm mad at him. It's just like, bruh, I love you. Goodnight, boyfriend. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Hell, he just came out of the room, like, turning all the lights off. And I'm like, I'm busy. What are you doing? He's trying to shroud you in darkness. He's shaming you. He knows that we're going to get up to, like, absolute nonsense on this phone call. And he was like, this does not need to happen in the lights. Oh, my God. I'm not going to. When I did this with Reese, and, we, you know, we got to talk, and it was like a 30-minute thing. And every, like, two minutes, he'd walk into the room. Who the hell are you talking to? I'm, mm. I'm talking to Reese. Who the fuck is that? My secret girlfriend. Hi, I'm Poppy, and I'm here to take your bitch. Like, <laughs> no, why he thought Reese was a guy at first until he heard her talking, and then he was like, Oh, I'm gonna leave now. I'm like, Okay, oh, excuse me, hold on, let me change. Hi, my name is Poppy, and I'm here to take you, bitch. <laughs> Hell no, nah. he's jealous enough already, but I don't need to add that on there. It'll be fine. Let's see. We went through inspirations, favorite authors. If you could be in any time period, what would it be? Hmm. I think the 20s. I could actually picture that. Yeah, I think I, think I would be in the 20s. Because, like, the 20s in, like, Boston or New York. And it would have been great. I would have fucking loved it. You mean like Gatsby? Um, 
you're going to the swanky side of the twenties. Like I'm poor, so so think more like underground twenties, like flapper girls and illegal clubs. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. like a given. Yeah, that would be that would be what I'd be doing in my entire life. It would have been great. Like it would have had me like a couple mob boyfriends. I would have had an entire mob RH going on. It would have been fantastic. That was going to be my next question. Do you ever picture yourself with your own harem? I mean, I quite frequently, like, have an actual harem. So, yeah. I just, there's lots of turnover. Because, like, I'm commitment-phobic. But, like, (laughs) I definitely, I, I don't know. Like, I usually have, like, one or two boyfriends at any given time who all know about each other. Um, it's, I mean, it works. Does it get complicated? Sometimes. Um, like, I don't know, man, Polly in real life, because, like, you know, in the books that we all love to read, it's very simple, because there's usually, like, a paranormal explanation. You know, like, oh, it meets, and they're not just called to her, so it works, and it's fine. But, like, in real life, it's like, yo, yeah, you're going to share. And you're going to have to get over it. Because otherwise, you just don't get access, you know. And it's hard. It's hard. You know, most men, or, like, most men that I'm attracted to, I'll say, are not off the top okay with that idea until they realize that it's really in their best interest. So, yeah. I could see it. I could definitely see that. I can only handle one because he's a crazy enough for ten people, so I have a whole harem in one. <laughs> it's nice, I mean, but he's crazy as hell. Yeah. That works. I mean I also know it's like my marriage, you know I was married. I'm divorced have a child and all that fun, responsible adulting things. And my marriage was monogamous. Like, I was monogamous for like six whole years of my life. Um, but I just, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I do best I'm down with having a all kid, of my but not with the marriage part. Because, like, I guess I've never been that kind of person to be like, I'm going to get married. <laughs> no, more than likely, I'm never going to do that. For me, it was like a prerequisite. Because, I don't know, like, I grew up Southern. You know, you're in Tennessee. It was just, like, drilled into my brain. But it was, like, a prerequisite to children. And he wanted a child. So I was like, okay. And we're going to get married then. So. Yeah. I've seen lots of that happening. Lots and lots of that happening. Especially in my family. Oh, Lord. We're not going to delve into that subject. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the southern things do, I think. It's, you know. <laughs> and all you want is for them to be like... Like, I have 17 nieces and nephews. And I've told all of them, get out. <laughs> get out of the south. You can do whatever you want, just not here. Just go somewhere else and do it. Not that they yeah. listen. See, but I left and came back. Like, I've been all over. Like, I went to college in New York. You know, uh, I did Canada. I did California. But I, I don't know. I, I like the South. Like, I actually like it. 
it's different than everywhere else. But it's like, well, well I guess like it's more of, of like, really like where Georgia. you're at, though. Like, no lie, because I'm in yeah, Memphis, really like and this is I did not sucks. like Alabama. <clears throat> I've been to Atlanta, though, before. It was pretty nice. I love Atlanta. I no. love the whole heart. But I fucking hate driving in Atlanta. Every time I have to drive through Atlanta, I get mad. Like, these people can't drive, and I get upset, and I cuss. And I'm like, I wish you would hit me, because I would get out of this car. Like, I promise. You'll be catching these fans. So. <laughs> like, yep. True facts. Man, like, you will. I don't even care. Like, we can go to jail together. It's fine. Now, New Orleans, though. Now, that is my town right there. I love that place. It's awesome. I wish I lived there. We'll just go, like, move it with Nikki. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be alright, you know, like, her and T will be like, um, what are you doing here? It's like, we're, uh, furniture. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Decoration at this point. <laughs> we're not even here right now, just forget you see us. Not like, no. <laughs> right. Hell no, I live in Memphis and this place sucks so much. Like, oh my god. I don't know. I've been to Memphis. It it has its like things, but you're, other than that, yeah. It's more it's, you're good if you're a tourist, but if you live here, you're like, why are you coming here? Go away. You don't want to be yeah. here. I can I can see that. I want to go to Myrtle Beach. That would be awesome. I love Myrtle Beach. It's one of my favorite vacation spots. Because it's not like a My internet connection is hating the both of us right now. Oh no. Why does it hate me? I'm so nice. I don't know. I get, well, we had a big storm come in like yesterday and it knocked out one of the power lines. And, like, that was the whole thing. I had to call the police and everything to come get it. <laughs> okay. So I probably knocked out one of the towers. <laughs> but, since we're coming to the end of this podcast, or whatever you want to call it, is there anything else uh, you would like to say? <laughs> um... No, I don't know. I mean, shit, read my books. Like, seriously, like, just, you know, go read my books and review them, but buy them and then review them. And I'll love you forever and ever and ever. Does that count? Is that, like, a valid thing to say? I feel like it's a valid thing to say. It's definitely valid. Yeah, I feel like it's valid. Okay, give me two seconds. <sighs> okay, well, that was Poppy Woods. I'm sorry if didn't come out as well as I wanted, but you can blame my internet connection. <laughs>